Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Torian D. Today we got Robbie Digital joining us. We got Eli P. And um, you. Rob, you got to actually say something for the listeners. Yo, what up? You know the vibes. It's here. I'm here. I am him. It is me. I am Robbie Digital. <laughs> okay. And um, we're back after taking, you know, a brief hiatus. We weren't just resting, guys. We were getting some shit in order. And um, we're back, man. And I'm excited. Today, the album that we're going over is Without Warning. Without Warning is the album project, whatever you want to call it, from 21 Savage, Offset, and Metro Boomin. It came out in 2017. It was teased on October 30th, 2017. And the next day, it just came out, you know. Uh, the project featured Quavo. It featured... Who else is on this thing? You only had two. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Quavo and Travis Scott. Ten songs. Um, production mostly handled by Metro. What are your opening statements on this project? I'm going to start with Florian. Um, These were the two most one-dimensional artists to get together and do a full-length project. And granted, I really enjoy 21 Savage. And granted, I enjoy the Migos. I know them getting together, um, you would you would be like, you would think that you were like wild. And I like the uh the dark tones of the album, but I think this should have been a lot shorter EP. We didn't need 10 songs from it. I think that that was the that's that was my takeaway from it, is that it should have been a five-song EP. And I think it, if it would have been a five-song EP, it would have been a lot better. Ten songs is overkill. Um, Rob, you want to follow up? Yeah, I didn't love this. I didn't like the the lead single. I didn't like none of it. I didn't even know it was a full length project until y'all mentioned it to me. I just kept seeing that dog bark everywhere, and it was like, oh, okay. Um, I love Twenty One. I love Offset, and I love Metro Boomin, but they're the worst conglomerate together I've ever heard in my life. All they're right. Like- they're like an affordable version of Voltron. It was really bad. I did not like it at all. All right. Um, Eli? A classic. I fucking love this project. Thank you, Eli. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Go ahead. What the fuck is wrong? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm all right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eli. That's all I have to say. Okay. Reg, go on, go on, Reg, because you just love you some 21 Savage and his simple-ass rhymes. Go ahead. Let's go. There's maybe one track on this album that I don't need, and which we'll get to. But otherwise, this project is amazing. I think they sound great together. I think Metro's production is amazing, as always. I think him and 21's chemistry is always on, on display, even though, like, you'll see in the, um, in the fold of this project how... Offset and Metro aren't really the focus or them as a conglomerate aren't really the focus. Like they have a lot of solo songs on this project before coming together on the song. But I think overall it's really, really dope. And I think it's really slept on. Right. And so I'm going to better. Let me, let me finish. It's definitely right. better than that. Quavo and Travis Scott travesty. That shit was terrible. You don't, you don't got me over here championing either one of those shits. But let me finish. What do you so, so listen, this is my thing, right? When this project came out, it was following Future and Young Thugs, um, slime, um, Super Slimy, which I thought was a really great project. That's, that's what I was 
that was the bar for me, right? I was like, all right, cool. Like, she laughed up. We didn't think we would see whatever. Um, so it was those collabs that we didn't think that we would see. And from that, I just felt like this isn't living up to it. Then I'm like, all right, cool. This is on the heels of Savage Mode. Obviously, you know, I, I felt like they probably still had a lot of stuff that they had working on the album. But then I I realized, like, oh, snap. This is really a 21 Savage album. And it's kind of it's kind of like how like only Dopey Cuban Lace is Raekwon's album, but it's featuring Ghostface and you got. That's literally what it is. Like it, it's not it's, it's not a joint project. I don't think it was a collaborative project. I think like Offset came in on the very back end of this project. And I think that's why it was like troublesome for me. And again, like I, I love 21 Savage, but I feel like 21 Savage, like he only has like one lane and he's only really good at one thing. And I think Offset needs to be in a group setting. Offset solo, he don't know what is going on. Like he needs, he needs, he needs a takeoff to ad lib after he says a bar or something like that. I think, well, I don't know, because I think out of the out of um Amigos releases, he had the most complete album that came out. I think I thought that takeoff did personally, but it's just but um all right, so we'll get into the album itself. The album kicks off with Ghostface Killers, which is produced, of course, by Metro Boomin. Um, features Offset in 21 and Travis Scott. Um, Ghostface Killers, it was a really good opening. Um, once again, you can, like, this was like the, the opening track, and I enjoyed the opening track. I enjoyed the production. So Metro Boomers, that that's so that's one thing. Like, let me be clear. Metro Boomers production is always top notch. If you notice, I didn't have anything to say about that. And that's something I can't deny. So the way the opening was, I like that and it set the tone, right? But it just sounded like they weren't in the studio. Okay. And um Rob, you got something to add? Uh, yeah. That's what I got to add. Yeah. Yo, you can fucking plug in. Um, Eli. I mean, I I have to. I feel like this was a perfect introduction to this album. Uh, it set the tone for the entire project. Uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott's feature was was good, but it wasn't it wasn't a standout. And going back to something that like we all agree on, I think that we all agree on. I know I know Reggie agrees with me on this. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to get a Travis Scott feature without like the beat changing and the tempo changing and making it into a Travis Scott track. Um, I think, I think, um, I think 21 did a great job at this, but I have to, I have to say, and I have to speak for this entire project. I think Offset bodied every single track on this entire album, especially, especially Ghostface Killer. Like, his his flow with his double paced up flow, like he smokes it, he kills it. His cadence, um, you know the uh, the thing, you know the shit that he's saying, the the shit that he's saying on the track, like it's it's just a perfect intro to this whole entire project. And it's just like, ooh, it's like okay, you get into your shit, like all right. This, uh, I feel like I feel like this, I feel like this is one of the tracks that like really shows, um. This project, um, damn, I'm trying to get my words getting my fault, but I really feel like this project and this song really shows 
uh, the cadences, the different type of flows that everything that has to offer. And I think I think we haven't even seen what we could get from Offset yet. You have to be solo soon, but you're right. Well, I, I agreed. I agree with that. Um, as far as like, I think this project helped me like Offset more as a rapper too, because he he got into like different cadences and shit, and he tried different shit, and he got a chance to like stand on his own. You yep. know, doing project like he still shined a lot on this on his own. And yeah. I agree with what you said about Travis Scott too. Like, I usually don't like Travis Scott features for that reason. He tends to like swallow up the whole fucking song. But um, I like him on this a lot. So I'll go with that. And Julius, thank you for joining us, sir. I appreciate you. I appreciate you all. I just want to say that when this project came out, I thought it was a half pound of ass burger. But listening to it this week, it was actually pretty, pretty fine. Um, I want to say 80% of the project uh, was uh, great for me. Uh, Metro Boomin, man, he is one of the hardest working producers out right now. And I definitely want to see him do more, uh, I want to say, non-rap music. Um, more, more in that bag. I definitely want to do that. Um, he's young, so he has a lot of time. Um, Offset, definitely, his his flow is definitely uh, really, really good. Um, I want to say possibly the best flow out of the Migos and one of the best flows in hip-hop at the moment. Um, but this project was pretty great. Um, like I said, in the beginning, definitely a half pound of ass. But, you know, now listening to it, uh, uh, I want to say it was it's pretty good. There are a lot of missing. Uh, there are a lot of uh, this um, project missing. Uh, that's missing a, uh, a visuals. Uh, it should have this. Uh, this project was big, and I believe it could have been bigger. Uh, I appreciate Ric Flair coming into it. Uh, you know, hip hop loves Ric Flair a lot. I think the black community just loves Ric Flair a lot. So um, I really, really appreciated, uh, you know, Ric Flair's uh, flair. Um, His flair. Oh, okay. There we go. Nice pun. Big pun. So, it's okay, Julius. It sounds like you're trying to like catch up. We 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 not that far <laughs> in. No, no, no. Tone no. it down. Thanks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely. You definitely giving us movie operator, Julius. Uh, if you like this movie, press one. As I'm on an adrenaline rush from my previous call, so you're no welcome. problem, Julius. Cool. Uh, oh. right, let's go to the second song. To the next song. Next song is "Rap Save Me." Rap Save Me uh, features Quavo, and of course, produced by Metro. Um, I'm gonna go first. <sighs> So on this song, I really like how 21 takes on the hook, and I really like the, the, his first verse, and I like the melody. Well, he has the first verse, and I like the melody a lot on the track. Like, like you you know that him and him like him and Metro have like a chemistry together. They just put out Savage Mode, which is an amazing project. So it was, it was really good. Okay. Uh, I mean, the beats are cool, but I don't want to reward a fish for swimming. Metro Boomin makes great beats because he's Metro Boomin. Um, to me, it was just kind of like it was okay. Like this whole project, I'm not. I'll be honest. I won't be super like enthusiastic about it, but it was alright. 
and um, Julius. Yeah, uh, when when Ose well, came yeah. in, absolutely uh, incredible. I loved, uh, I love, I love how he came in. Um, yeah, uh, you're bugging, Robbie. Uh, you're bugging, but it's okay, Robert. It's okay. So, huh? He's gonna be. He has an agenda. It's okay, but set. yeah, this is a good song. Um, it's nothing like you know crazy. It's nothing like you know. It's not a lot to say about this song, but it's an enjoyable song. Uh, that's it. Really, is it's 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 cool to me. It's good to me. Word. Um, Eli, I can't say nothing wrong, man. I feel like Offset. I feel like Offset does this. Um, it, he he takes the cake on this. Um, Twenty one. Twenty one got some decent bars on this. Um. Once again, like we keep on saying, like Metro Metro smoked the production on this. This, I feel like this tracks where like um this it picks up a little bit and it's a good transition into the next track. But yeah, I'm not gonna say anything bad about this whole entire album. So yeah, I better get ready for for all the compliments, I guess, for all the compliments and praise. Um, so the next song on here is Ric Flair Drip. Offset Fly solo on this is produced by Metro, of course, and it makes no fucking sense how good this song is. Yeah, this is an amazing song. They needed a music video. Production. They did a video. I think they did a video for this. Yes, yeah, they did. They did. A video. Yeah, okay. they did. I didn't see the uh, Rick Flair. I think. Yeah, yeah Rick Flair's in the video. Yeah, and says wearing a robe and everything. Um, I I like the song. I, I don't like it as much as Rex does, obviously. Um, it's a good song though. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was like that good, and I think if it was that good, like people, other people would agree with us, but they don't. But it's a good song. All the people, who was other people? I'm just, so saying, well, I'm just so saying. Sorry, like, what you're saying is your opinion is the only one that matters. Yeah, and we just, not, and we just no, respond to, and we just respond no, to it. That's oh, okay. not what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm saying that the masses' response to it would have been bigger. I, I feel like if I went out and asked a couple of DJs, they'll be like, "It's a cool song. It's not like it's like you know." Is this my turn? Is this my turn to? I enjoy the song though. Like I enjoy the song, and I definitely enjoy the video. The video made me enjoy the song more. Can I? Re- can I retort? Can, can I? No, nah, actually, no. I want somebody else to go. Eli, I want, I want somebody else that like, likes the song to go. Sorry, I thought we was talking about rap saving me. My bad. <laughs> We're talking about Rick Flair. Just did that, bro. Yeah, I, sorry. I'm, I'm here now. <laughs> I understand, guys. We're a little rusty. It's been a while. No, we're Reggie, not Rusty. Oh, no, Rick Flair, how do you know? Well, okay, I understand why you don't like Rick Flair Drip, but the video hey, was amazing. Explain the song, the song aged terribly. No, it did not. You're you. number one. That's wrong. And I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show you how wrong you are because when you play that in the club right now, you will definitely get a little too step. It don't matter. It, it, it's okay for them not to say. When was the last time you've been to a club, Julius? I've seen it. At, I've seen video in Atlanta. And you can play this in the club right now. And it, you will still. Uh, Is it in Atlanta? Isn't Atlanta geographically biased? This, this, is the song, this is the song you play when you just get to the club and buy a drink. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. Just to be clear, this song went six times platinum. I don't know what this... I'll, yeah. I don't know what this... Uh, what these unbeknownst... Like, I don't know what you guys are talking about as far as like it could have been bigger. It went six times platinum. Because Ric Flair was in it. 
it's name and song. Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine has a diamond single. What are you talking it's about? It's the source of the record. You about to do the going platinum thing on me, Rich? Oh, the song went six times platinum. You said it wasn't. Okay, I mean, that's, that's a different thing, though. We got a lot of rolling numbers. Bro, but if you, you really said if a record goes six times, there's a difference between a record going platinum and a record going six times platinum. That means that if a if a if a record is going six times platinum, listening. That, like, genuinely fucking with it. Remember, no, Yo, not genuinely. Do you, know how many, do you know how many wrestling fans probably just played that shit on repeat because it was called Ric Flair? And that's what makes it a fire song. It might even make it a classic song. Yo, do you know how many songs like this? It's a great video. It's a great. Stop. Let me talk. You said One it mic. was big of a record. That's why I said it went six times platinum. You said it wasn't that big. That was my retort. I, well, I'll put it like this. This is if, like there's a lot of songs that like people like to stream or whatever like that, and like they aren't that big of like a record or whatever like that. Like they people have fan bases. But yeah. all right, cool. Bro, like two. I'll, I'll, yo, say, I'll, I'll, I'll okay, cool. I, six two, times platinum. I'll take the L. Like two to three oh, years shit. after the project dropped. Six times. Is after this project dropped, people were asking, "Yo, are we gonna get without warning two? Without warning two? And I'm pretty sure saw those tweets and women had to go on socials and say, "Sorry, you guys are not getting another one." Because right after this album dropped, that's when Twenty One took off. That's when Migos like took off to to like their second their second. Tier of status or whatever. Next Bro, time we had a large, next time we had a large gathering, I, I want to do this. I want to ask a, a group of our mutual friends, our peers, to to give no, us some of the bars. No, no, leave, no, no, leave them. Rock him and and, and Eric B's and I'm and, the and only one. I'm the only. I'm the only one that loves Eric B. And Rock. No, what are you talking no, about? No, no, not the old heads. No, no, no. You talking about the old heads? Not, not the old heads. Who? Who's, Who's the old head? Who's old heads? Our mutuals. Not the old heads. It's okay. Who? I want you to listen to the 25 and under crowd. They're my little brother, to... my little brother thinks his album sucks. Well, guess what? And he's a DJ. He's one out of six million people that. Well, excuse me. He's the six millionth and one person that didn't like it. Okay. All right. So if you literally came in here and said that this album was two packs of ass cheeks, and now you're over here saying that and, sucking. And, 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 to me, I said it in the beginning when I first listened to it. And then I liked the album. He did say that. Got that with Rick Flair Drip Rants. This is uh, a great song. Great song. song. So two pack. I want to. I just. I want to meet six people that know the words of this song. It's a oh, six. Okay. I, I. Yeah. As uh, that know the. I want to meet six people. On the, I want to meet six people under 25 years old that know the words of this song, that rap this song. You probably got there. They going to sing the shit out this chorus. I bet you guys. I can't even sing the chorus. All right. My Chopper Hate Niggas is the next song. (laughs) That is a wild title for for a song. Okay. So can I say something? Can I say something? Sure. I heard Joe. I mean, Torian. Um... (laughs) This album is one of the, I mean, this song is one of the best songs 21 Savage has ever made in his life. This, this, I'll, I'll, I will argue, I'll go to my grave dying saying that this is possibly the greatest song that 21 Savage has ever made in his life. Um, he is so heartless and he is, this is, the song is so dark 
for me. Like I, I just, I really felt this song. I, I listen, this is the song I listen to the most of the of the entire project. This is his, the best song he's ever made in his life. Period. That's, I mean, that's what I love about him. I, it is a really good song, but I, I like so. I mean, I'm just the wrong person to ask because there's so many 21 songs that I really like, and this one, this one doesn't make my short list, but it is a really good song. And um and I like how I like how Big Flair Drip goes into this one because and I like when um I like when joint projects do that anyway when they decide to give one person the track and then they give the other person so it's like yeah. yep. I get a chance to to offset who is more flashy and more in your face and you know you got Ric Flair in your fucking video. Like, it's just super flashy and super in your face. That's his whole swag, which is great. And then you got 21, who's fucking dark. And then it goes back to what Torian said, where this probably did start out as just a 21 album because it has all the aesthetics that draw that 21 is drawn to. It came out on Halloween. It's yeah. black and red themed. It's like super murderous and super dark. But then you have Offset there to kind of like for lack of a better term, offset that type of, you know, that like that trait, that aesthetic with his own. So amazing. Like I love I love this song. 21 makes great action uh pack uh songs. Um I can literally like makes murder tales, bro. <laughs> exactly. That's why I would love um for him to, I think he is executive producing the soundtrack, but I don't know what movie it is, but hopefully yes. it's an oh. action thriller, because if it is an action thriller, I feel like he his music would be perfect for it. It's for the new Saw movie um, with Chris Rock. Yeah, he's doing the soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. It, it matches. It, it matches for his, uh, pers- not persona, but um, just his music and his cadence. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, all right, so we'll move into the next song, which is Nightmares. Can we talk about that transition from song yeah. into Nightmares? Oh my god! Can we god. talk about? Can we talk about? It's actually, it's actually the next three songs transitioning. So it's actually, it actually goes from my child yeah. hate niggas to Nightmare, and then to the I next song. Mad. But I, I want to, yeah, like that three, that three track, like so tracks four through six is my favorite part of the album. So I have nothing but praises, and I understand. Like th- those three tracks make me understand why I love it so much, but I just felt like yo, these three tracks should have just been the EP. And, and and oh, I'm sorry, and Rick Flair drip and the first track. I felt like those five songs. That's all we needed. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got um, nothing bad about this song. I, I like it. Okay. Um. Yeah, that transition is fucking amazing. Amazing. This is a. Uh, it blends perfect. Metro shows that that's his strong point because Metro does that like really well. I don't think people yeah. really like throw it again on Savage Mode too. Yeah, we're like got a lot. Like the way he goes into the next track is just so perfect. Freddie Cool can give him nightmares. Oh, as soon as you close your eyes, nigga be right there. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> come on, man. This is this is this is just. This is a perfect cinematic song. This is if they was to do if they was to do another Freddy Krueger movie, it's impossible why you wouldn't want to have this song in the intro for the trailer. Like this is this is everything you want it to be. This is a perfect song. 
I'm sorry. This got to be thrown. I listen. Yo, since this I, since this song dropped, I have it on my gym playlist. I listen to this album. I listen to this song damn near every single day. This is perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say, but they smoke this. I don't know if I want Freddy Krueger uh, walking to this song or chasing me to this song with it like, nigga, we right there. Come on, bro. You want to want to die to a Bach? <laughs> I want to die to a bop. This is a great way to go out. Oh. Nobody mm. else. Anybody else? Uh, we we talking about we talking about nightmares now, right? Yes. Um, I think Eli said everything that could be said about it. I mean, yeah, it sounds like it gives you horror horror film vibes. I think that I want what I really want is I want Metro Boomin to do the score to some horror films. I know like 21 Savage, like he has like the tone and everything like that, but I, I just want I want Metro Boomin to like do the I want him to do like the full score, not like the soundtrack where you get artists. Like I want him to be in there like with the orchestra, <laughs> like doing dark shit. So yeah. um I agree with that actually. Because I mean he has the vision for it. I think mm-hmm. you know, anything he definitely just brings that out of him but yeah um yeah offsets cadence on this second verse guys relax oh man that's a lot <laughs> trying to get robbed get penalized taking your life run bag million the cash over your body bags in the gym what bro come on now like Son, that triple paste up flow that Offset has on this is impossible. I wouldn't. I you can make a strong argument with someone. The nerve to really say like, "Yo, I don't fuck with this song," because I want you to say it makes sense. This is perfect. There. I don't think Rob listened to this album to be honest. Yeah, but uh, we yeah, they, I know Rob didn't like this album. I listened to it. I listened was, to it. And I ain't like it. There was no sneaker references. We get it. We'll get we'll get into Mad Stalkers uh, with reunites twenty one offset at this because I'll say reunites because up until this point, low key we haven't heard them on the on the song together since the second song Bruh. on this project. Matt, yo, why did Offset eight bars so hard? Mad Max with me, I'm big. Run through the Draco, Draco, we got Sig. Busting all over your, busting all over you your chick Make the chick play with my kid. Staking strip, shot him in the ribs. Baby bottles, ain't no bib. 20 models all going nil. Breathing with this water like gill. Son, he destroyed this. He bodied this, bro. Bad baller. Bro. Oh, my dom is mad flawless. What? Come on, dog. We got mad. <laughs> Bro, Offset was really the oh, MVP. He was the MVP on this entire project. This, this album had full hype to hear his solo project, and then we just got wild disappointed. I mean, no, okay, I'm lying. This, pro- I, I don't know who the MVP is. I, I can't, I don't know. No. Oh, hold on, let me kiss that me. Put a double G on my kids. Yeah. Put a G bitch. Like, yo, all for this, bro. <laughs> Uh, I probably leave you before I leave. Um, before I leave the lean, little bitch, don't play with me. Oh God! 
Come on, man. I don't I don't understand how y'all like oh, y'all throwing Z's at this project. It's it's crazy. I would love to be in the studio with with them during the song just to see how like what was the the chemistry like during Yeah, what was the chemistry? What was the feel? What what was going on in the studio? What how did this project even come about is what I really want to know. Yeah. That shit is because because the, the the shit that I love about Atlanta artists is just like yo they constantly in the studio constantly producing constantly creating constantly just you know and the thing is and what makes it so special too is just like yo they do these things and they keep it all under wraps like they don't let everybody know it's kind of like nah we keeping this secret they're not going out to outlets and saying oh, oh we like oh, all these is working on something. And you can tell that this whole project was put together organically. It yeah. doesn't feel it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like they were trying to chase after anything. The only record that I can honestly say from this whole entire project that wait. kind of felt like they were going up. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My relax. Relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. Can I come in and can I come in and burst Eli's bubble? Relax. Can I come in and burst Eli's bubble? Yeah, go. Not yet. People in the people in Atlanta didn't know that this project was coming. It's just that it was like we don't live in Atlanta. But then you're talking about something regional, then. <laughs> that's that's what I just said. You just repeated what I said. But I'm just saying, like you saying what I what Atlanta artists do and this and that. Like no, all artists always stay in the studio. Don't you always see rappers in the studio? That's what rappers do. Rappers go in the studio all the time. It just so happens that niggas from Atlanta is making the best music right now. That's it. It's yeah, not special. It's not no real, no great formula to it, Eli. It's not like you, like only people from Atlanta are making like they they have some magical plan where like everything is perfect. Like no, Atlanta's just controlling the sound of music right now. That's it. Yeah, but Life's this album's not that. Up, bro. This Call album's it. not that good. That's it's not the not point that, that I'm making. What I'm just saying is that Eli made it sound like people in Atlanta got some magic formula. Like no, sorry, New York stop being so the too. Stop being so literal. They yeah. in the studio so much. But the but problem is all, all the studio time that they're in, some of that music sounds repetitive. I like this album. Rob, I don't know why you're correcting me right now. I started this album, I started this off saying that these are the, the most like simple niggas, like as far as like rap, one-dimensional rappers. So right now you just overstepped me for no reason. There was no reason for you to chime in. I just wanted to be a part of the show. Yeah, that's fine. But it's like you don't have to just say stuff just because you don't have shit else to say. Like we're on the same page, so there was nothing for you to say to combat against me. Combat against Eli Ridge. Okay, high five. <laughs> All right. For the next song. Next song is Disrespectful. Love this fucking song. It's produced, of course, by Metro Woman. Um, hardest, hardest opener on this project. Pause. Um, it's from um, it's from Twenty One, of course. I'm a gang banging, chain swinging, chopper toting, zone six nigga. Louis V slippers, Saint Laurent pistol. What? <laughs> Yo, that shit is hard. That shit is fucking hard. I don't know how those next I, lines are. Bruh. What? Those right. next lines. The man said, Gucci on my pickle. Nut right on her, on her nipple. Young nigga with the ants. I get disrespectful. Treat all, all these hoes the same. None of y'all on special. my pickle. All right. Keep your mouth closed, little bitch. I might bless you. Uh, this song is okay. I'm not, it's not bad. It just doesn't um like the um other songs. But I, you know, I would if, if this song was to come on, I'd leave it on. 
Nah, y'all wildin'. This is this is this is a highlight because you got you got twenty one Savage and and Offset going back and forth on the first verse, like twenty one saying a bar, Offset saying a bar, and it's just boom, 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 boom. Like, come on, man. I think I think that's great because I know I know for me and I know a lot of us we definitely enjoy like back and forth because I'm I know for me the first time that I've ever heard like um rappers going back and forth on on a track the was like. Flow. Or it is Jada and Styles. Yeah. They're like, you know, magicians at that shit. The shit is fucking amazing. When Not Run DMC? So to, so to get 21 and Offset to see them do that, I think that's a, that's a beautiful ode to hip hop. Not Run DMC. Yo, this nigga, yo, I mean, I, well, yeah. I, Eli didn't, no, it's not yeah, of course. Eli didn't start listening to hip hop till 1998, Julius. You got to remember that. Well, technically, I didn't start listening to hip hop until a late, late part of my life when I was what, uh, 13, 14? Well, wait, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 at least old, Joe do, do what it old, is. old school rap is cool or whatever, but I'm, I'm, I'm growing up in the, in the time that I'm seeing things happen. Like when Run DMC was out, I was, I was, I don't well, even Fat Joe, know. Fat Joe and Pun did it too. If y'all was doing that at that time, cool. I'm only relating to the generation that I grew up in. So you, so you're, you're oblivious to Puff and Mace doing it too? The in and out flow? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not a new flow. You didn't say it's, Okay. Yeah, uh, let's move on. Nigga heard what he heard. That's what he Jesus did. Christ, yo. Y'all, oh, y'all don't listen to KRS-One and uh, how can you argue with that? Like, damn, bro. Like, shit. I, I am not arguing. Right well, listen to hip hop. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I just ask a question. I never go back to somebody on the record because he tried. That's it. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Him and Big Sean did good. Next song, please. The next song is Run Up the Racks. 21 Fly Solo again on this joint. Um, how y'all feeling? I think this is the only song I could have done without. This song is sleepy as fuck, and it feels like it was a it was it didn't make Savage mode. And Twenty One kept saying he wanted to come out, so Metro said, "Hey, damn." Um, I want to say this is where the album goes uh, goes downhill for me. Not downhill, but you know how the roller coaster is going up. The roller coaster is going down for uh, this part right here. I mean, not, I wouldn't say all that. I think this the ride is, is almost over. Like, yeah, that's why I looked at him like that. Like, what are you talking Yeah, like, it's, it's, I mean, it, we're at what, number eight, right? But I need more track. Yeah, all right. So then we'll get into Still Serving. Still Serving. What you say about Still Serving? Is the vocal is still going? I feel about Still Serving. Okay, with the scope. I guess we'll nah, man. This, Yo, this is a- Eli loved this album because he really rapped like he tall. This album's not that good. The album is pretty okay, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. The yeah. album is pretty okay. Bro, and what's crazy is just that um, got, got a few people that feel like this because he, this was, this album and the follow-up to this album was highly anticipated. People wanted another another without warning too. They did. They did. They did. I was in those conversations. I was in those uh, some of those uh, rooms. Uh, I'm talking about those rap, rap rooms before Clubhouse. So uh, yeah, the only but, miss, the only miss that Metro has ever had is the project he did with Big Sean. That project wasn't good, and the project he did with Nav. I mean, 
it wasn't, but we did get. <laughs> and that's not even talked about. It isn't, but we did. Uh, that's another topic. Anyway, um, yeah, next I can do without the song. Okay, and then we end on a very high note, in my opinion. Darth, Darth, Vader. Vader. Darth Vader is fire. Great title song. Yeah, great. The song title is really, really good. It is. I think the song titles on this album are really good. Yeah. If you look at it. I think the song titles did more justice than the actual songs did. How do you feel about the Darth Vader song? The Darth Vader song was um, good. I, me personally, I didn't think it was that strong of a closer. But it's cool. Like It's not memorable. That's crazy. I have this on rotation. You, uh, you really like this album, don't you, Eli? I love this album. I think this album's great. I think this album shows uh, uh everything the potential like back back when this shit dropped, this shows potential. This showed what we what we're ex- from 21 Savage in the future and what we could get from offset. And I think offset shined. And I was extremely disappointed when he dropped his album because I was expecting, I was basically expecting without warning part two. And I didn't get any of that from his solo project. I don't so understand I how you thought that. But I'm, ex- I'm but I'm always here to listen to Offset and Quavo, especially with the teasers that they dropped not too long ago. Come on, man. Yo, man, so these wait. two artists, they 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 complement each other well, but they're just very one-dimensional to me. Like it's like with 21 Savage, I like with 21 Savage, if I want some dark shit, I like I completely get it. Like I'm I'm gonna go to 21, I'm I'm gonna be happy, I'm gonna be satisfied. I'm not finished. And if I wanna go to, you know, and if I want offset, like I know offset had like he could rap well. Like I'm not saying that he can't rap, it's just that like it's not much to it. Like he doesn't have much depth, like he doesn't really give much. Like his social media presence is more important to me than him rapping. Like unless he's with the Migos rapping. Like so like that's what it is for me. Like he doesn't like make me he doesn't make me care about his music when when wow. he raps or whatever like that. So that that's just wow. the truth of it when, when I say that. Like that okay. that's where I come from with it. Like they just they're very one dimensional artists and it's like I have to be in the mood to listen to Twenty One Savage. Like I'm not like a, a, a I'm not I'm not listening to Twenty One Savage on my day to day. I hear you. Heard you. Heard you. Um, I enjoyed what Twenty One does for his his community and the community uh, a lot. I think um, that's why uh, I respect him so much. His music, I believe, can definitely get better. He's young. He's still young, so he still has a lot of life experience. Huh? I'm on Twenty One. Yeah, I'm talking about 21. He has a lot of life experience. Well, both of them are, are, are young. So, but 21 has a lot of, uh, a lot more life to go through. So, you hey, know. y'all, because did it, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't 21 Savage win a Grammy for that song that he did with J. Cole? I mean, yeah, when, that you was say, when, when you no, say that was J. Cole with Post Malone, he won a Grammy, but I, that doesn't tell me, like, that doesn't tell me that he's a great yeah. artist. They just told me that he did a song with a white guy that always wins awards. Exactly. That, uh, uh, that I, well, I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fact check that because either he's what? sitting on two Grammys or something like that. Just, just because you win Grammys, don't mean you're really good. I he, mean, look he, at Taylor Swift. He, does. he definitely won a Grammy because that was J. Cole's first Grammy. 
Okay, you can win a Grammy and you still will suck. I'm not 21 doesn't suck, but I'm just saying. Why bring Grammys uh, up into it? I don't understand what Eli, the point Eli's trying to make. I just said he won. I know he won his first one with Post Malone. And no, the second one was with, with, with Cole. I'm just saying he's a one-dimensional artist. Like, you could be a one-dimensional artist and win a Grammy. A lot of Atlanta rappers are. I don't think that 21 Savage is one-dimensional because if you, if, what, what was his, um, I Am, I Was, his, his last album? That mm-hmm. song he had with J. Cole. And he showed massive range between. That's one song. He showed massive. No, that's not true. That's not one true. song. Hold on. Go ahead, Eli. Hold on. Talk, yeah, I'm going to. I said, go ahead, Eli. I was clearing the paint for you. But thank you. But that. But what's it called? He showed massive range on that album and the album that he, he dropped before that with uh, the pink cover or whatever. Where he said. Uh, with, with that shit. But yeah, he. Yo, 21 Savage is showing you guys range. And it's crazy because you guys aren't even paying attention to it. I get it. To each is his own. That's that's fine. But you got to give credit where credit is due. I think okay. you're easily well, impressed. I think so, you're easily so, impressed, and I think that you impressed. I, is, yeah, no, I, no, no, no. You are. I'm let, I'll let you talk. I'm gonna finish. You're easily impressed, and like you need like obviously the bare minimum from certain artists. So from Twenty One Savage, like he's at his best when he's doing that dark shit. That's a fact. So everything else that he does, like that's why I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, nah, he's not giving me that feeling. I want to hear him talk about killing people. I don't want to hear him talk about nothing else but some dark shit. All those other songs that he got, where he be singing and shit like that, like all right, cool, it crosses over, but that's not his best. So, so then, then you want your artist to be one dimensional. That's what no, you're I don't want him to be one dimensional. I'm telling you what his, what he's really good at. But you just, but you just said I don't get twenty one. There's certain artists that you go to one dimensional. I mean, we've talked about this before. It, it's not that you want all of these artists to be one-dimensional, but it's certain artists that you go to for certain. Like so, this, I'm, I'm biased with 21 because I really like 21 Savage's music. I know what I like from him, and I know what I get from that experience. Uh, Torian really likes Pusha T. So he goes into listening to Pusha T, not to listen to shit like what he put out with Lauryn Hill. I don't think nobody wanted some shit like that. You just want you want your coke raps and that type of shit from him. I I know what I want from Freddie Gibbs, so it's like it falls in that line of work. I get it. Um, if you want more from Twenty One, then maybe this ain't this ain't the project for you. I would say um, it, it's funny because I don't really feel like you get range from Twenty One Savage and without warning. However. Right after, without warning, is I am, I'm greater. I am greater than what I was, mm-hmm. which is full of range. Yeah, from really the J, from the J Cole track to yeah. the Young Thug track to ATM, to that there's plenty wow. of range in that. So I think that for me, you can hear the growth in the years time because remember, 2017 out without warning comes out. Greater than what I am comes out 2018. It came out the latter end of 2018 to the point where people wanted to, it won a Grammy in 2019 because it was that good. Remember, submissions for Grammys are over in September, October. So that's how good the album was. Yeah. You can hear the years in a year's time how much music can you Savage. 
mode two is even better with range and cadence it may. I think the reason why I don't love this project is because I like Savage Mode so much. And to me, this sounds like throwaway tracks from Savage Mode. If I want dark and deep raps from 21 Savage, I go to Savage Mode. Me personally. So when I heard this, it just sounded redundant to me. It sounded super like lackadaisical. And then it was just ill-placed where, where Offset was. It didn't make sense to me. So I don't know if people wanted this because it's an album had already came out in 2016. So they were just looking for more 21 Savage to hold them over. Or they really, really enjoyed it because you're saying people enjoyed it, but people didn't. But if you had to be, pick between Savage Mode and this album, I'm pretty sure you're picking Savage Mode. I don't know, man. I can't. I like that's that's debatable. I can't. I can't really argue with you on that one. But I really do. I know for me, I would love another um, without warning part two. Mm. Um, I but was, I bet it would sound different too. Put, right? I was to put um, Savage Mode and Without Warning. Man, it's it it's it's such a difficult pick, man, because I have memories with Savage Mode, and Without Warning was like it was a moment. So- so my question to you is yes or no without any side information do the track do the album no. sound similar no. in I, sound yeah you think they sound completely different in savage yeah. mode and, and a lot and okay. to me it, like i said and i'm and i'm and i'm going off with offset right here like offset added so much sauce to this project i feel like i feel like if, if metro and savage mode I mean, um, if uh, Metro and 21 would have just done this on their own, it just would have been dumb too. I think this would have been a good project, but I don't think it would have gotten the praise and the hype that it did with Offset on it. Because Offset just added, like I said, he added so much sauce with the cadences, the flows. You know, like, that's the thing with rap. Everybody, this from the moment we started rap to this very day, everybody talks about Jewelry, money, cars, clothes, all that stuff. The only difference is, is how you say it and how you deliver it. And I feel like Offset is one of those people that does it effortlessly and does it beautifully, especially on this project. So I'll say this to to Reg's point. I truly believe that um, Honcho Jack is better. I think Excuse I'm, me, you said what? I think Honcho Jack is a better project. Better, but it did it, it did age well. I'm not even gonna lie, because I my hated brother, that. my brother, it aged like a double A battery. My brother, I no, thought, no, I'm with you guys. I think modern, I'm, modern slavery, black and Chinese, motorcycle patches, Honcho Jack, Dubai shit, Moonrock, yeah. and Best Man. It is a better project. No. It, it, and it is a hell of a lot better. If, if no. you play Fortnite on the weekdays, yes, <laughs> it will sound good to you. That is not a good album. And how dare you bring this album up during this episode? Um, where somebody get us together? Somebody get us together. Okay, let me get us together. Give. I want to hear you guys on this album, Rob. I'm gonna get you out the way. What's your rating on this album? One. You care to expound on that? You care to share any others? I, I think I gave I think I gave a pretty well thought out analysis when I talked to Eli. Too, my brother. Yeah. So I'm gonna move on to Eli. What you think? Uh, it's perfect. I love it. 
Excuse me. It's only one song I could do without. Other than that, it's and even that one song that I don't need, it's still good. So here's here's my question, Eli. If a test, if a test, if a test consists of ten questions, and you get one question wrong, that automatically gives you a B. Automatically, like because because we know a B a B is between eighty five and ninety five. So if it's exception of one track makes it perfect, then that at least gives it a four. Yeah, or, 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 or three point five. Okay. I also have that one track that I that I don't really need. It's still good. Uh, Run up the racks. I don't need that, but it's still a good song, and it still adds to the source of this album. It still adds to to me enjoying this album. That when it's on, sit there and listen to it. Most favorite track, but it's still it's still a bop. It's still a, it's still a really joint to have on this. On this um on this whole project. You don't feel like out of 10 songs for you to have that that semi-decent is a problem when it's when the album is only 10 songs? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you've you've rated um albums that same way. And you don't not out of 10. This is for me. Not out of 10. All right. I I mean, look, you're entitled to your opinion. I just always want to make sure that on the rapping order listeners, listeners always get. Um, full detail analysis of these albums when we speak about them and yeah, not just because for information. I'm pretty, so. sure, I'm pretty sure you have those same grievances for other albums too. You think like, yo, this this album is good, but I didn't need this one track. But I'm not out of ten. See, ten is a very a very lean album. So for me, if we were talking thirteen or fifteen tracks, and you said you didn't like one, then I say, okay, I can see that. You're talking about ten. Imagine if I take one finger off your hand. <laughs> and I'm a like I And you really you can pick up things, but you can't really grab them the way you want to. Hey man. Oh, how about this? Instead of me taking a finger, I just take a nub of a finger. So now you got half of a finger. All right. Well, go ahead. You've established to your point though, Rob. Um we have established on on this podcast many a times that an album doesn't need by some of our qualifications and by the some by some of us the way that we look at albums they don't need to be perfect songs on this album every song doesn't need to be perfect for it to be a classic yeah a lot of times so i mean if it's a classic to him guy golly it's <laughs> Classics to me, because I listen to, I still listen to this album to this day. A good portion of this album is still part of my day to day. I love this album. I love this album. Mr. Class, Mr. Reg? Uh, well, Torian didn't go yet. Two and a half. I like half the album. You said two and a half? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. For me, I'll give this album a four. Uh, I enjoy this album a lot. Um... The songs that the songs that I don't really need, there's maybe like two that I don't need on here. And um, but I like their chemistry on this project a lot. And I feel like I was shortchanged because I did want more from them. Uh, I was one of those people that I was looking forward to to them working more together. And I would I would especially like to hear some shit that they dropped today because I feel like they only got better. Savage Mode 2 was fucking amazing. I still listen to that project. Great album. Great album. Um, Offset. Yeah. Huh? 
I said, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Offset, Offset is only getting better. I, I would love. I'm, I'm excited to hear what he comes out with. So, I mean, even if this is a one and done, it's fine. But I still really enjoy the project, and you already know how I feel about Metro as a producer. Like he, he's just getting better. That dude is like next level. Um, and he, like I said, he has, for me, passed. Mike will on that ascension of the new age of producing. Whoa, that's bold. I've said this I think, before. I think Mike. I think Mike will would love to have a word with you about that. That is bold, Reg. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. He I mean, they all they all pretty much came up together. Oh, it's yeah, so but I think Mike will. That's big. That's a debate. Uh, look at look at look at uh, what's the shit called? Um. Metro solo album. Yeah. All Heroes Don't Wear Capes. Yeah. Oh, amazing project. That yeah, project but I think all the ransoms. Yeah. But, but no. Metro has Metro, nope. I think, has better range of, mm-hmm. of just different yeah. variety. Uh, no. Look projects. Look at the projects that Metro has produced and look at the projects that Mike Will has produced. Yeah, yeah but I mean, when see when Metro, Metro Mike, Will, Mike Will has two yeah. Classic way more. Mike Will has two classics through Ray Strummer. Not to mention tracks that he has with with um with that whole camp of QC and what have you. He has Beyonce tracks. Gucci. He has he has Gucci tracks. Well, that's what I mean. Miley whole, Cyrus tracks. Miley. He has. You name it. Hold on. Are you are you naming and and not to mention? Wait. Are you naming uh, Miley just to show the range? Because you yes. don't to that album. Well, what I was about to say is, I know I listen. I know you listen to Damn, and Mike is on Damn. Mike is on Damn twice. But I don't get your, I don't get your argument. I every- think, unfortunately, as much as I love Metro Bowman, I love Metro. I think he's amazing at what he does, but I think he's one dimensional. I think you need to reassess. I, okay, well, Rob. How that you think? Yeah, we're Come on, Rob. Come on. That's right. ridiculous. Yeah, Rob, right. I think I think that's a stretch, but I mean, um, <laughs> I love you, Rob. I, that's ch- I, ch- I, ch- I, I like Mike Will better than Metro Boom myself as well. Yeah, I, I um, the Instrument projects that he that he's worked on, like you know the what what he does with Gucci, like the stuff that he does with Two Chains, like the, the stuff that he works on with artists. What he did with Jay, you know, what he does with other artists, I, I enjoy when he works and like like um. Mike, to me, Mike Will has more of like a city feel in, in, in that in that sense. And and this is just me. And this is because I lived in, in Georgia. So me living in Georgia for a period of time, and I, I always talk about this, kind of gives me a little bit of a, a, a different perspective of certain artists from Atlanta. So with Metro Boomin, I look at him more as like um like like uh like like homemade, like like not not as like uh like big or star studded, like big production and everything like that. Like, you know, Metro Boom was very like mom and pop, very home homely. But I think Metro has produced more full projects than Mike Will. Yeah. Didn't he handle all of What a Time? Yeah. Yeah. He what a time. He handled this. He handled uh Savage Mode one and two. He had he like, does have he does have a collection, more collection of work than Mike Will. He has collections yeah, he drop top, yeah. drop top, goo up with the whole the whole Gucci project. Like, I mean, um, he did that whole shit. So like, you naming Gucci, like he don't have a whole project with Metro. Okay, yeah. see, 
Now, here's where the argument gets a little, uh, I forget, I don't know the language or the word for it, but if you want Metro as the person that was the full album, get him. If you want Mike Will for hits, get him. I mean, okay, Julius, that's, and that's a good point, but I, like I said, just for me, like, Mike Will produces great albums as well. I know yeah. for a fact, because I was, I'm, this was when me and Reg was traveling together a lot, that Reg lives and dies by Ray Shriver. So, mm-hmm. and Mike Will, like, crafted their sound and their music. So it's just like, we know, like, what he's capable of, and we know full-length projects that he's, like, worked on. So I'm just saying that, I just think that what Metro did, like, it's not that he's one-dimensional, it's just that he has a sound. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, the Neptunes have a sound. There's nothing wrong with having a sound. I think that's what Rob means when he's saying one-dimensional. I'm not saying that as a swipe. Like, he, like, Metro has his sound, I like, and I'm cool with that. But at the same time, like, for me, it's just that I like the production and the sound of what, what Mike Will gets. Okay, like, so it's just a very more like, It's just a very, like, bigger sound. It's more luxurious. It sounds more polished. Where like Metro, he has like a real grimy sound. It's like the difference between Swiss Beats and and Dame Grease. It's like like that. Like that would be the best way for me to say. Dame Grease is more gritty and more street and more hood. Swiss Beats is, is also gritty and street, but he's very polished. Like you could yeah. tell, like he has more of a a more classical musical background. You're good. Right? So that's the You're only good. way that I can separate the two of them. So what I'm saying is, is just that yeah. for me, I like the more polished. Sound that might that that might that might um well made it get. I would I would agree. So you um you you definitely cleaned that up a little bit more for Metro Boomin. He does have a unique sound um that I do like, but I just think when I hear Mike Will make when I hear Mike Will on a track, sometimes I'm often surprised that it is Mike Will. Like I, it gives me this whole like. Like when when I heard damn, it was like Mike Will made this. This is crazy, because you don't expect it from him. Like you you really have to do your due diligence to see the credit when you see the range that Mike Will has. Sometimes when it comes to big artists that he works with, I think that Met- Metro makes artists big, opposed to Mike Will who works with big artists. Okay, yeah, because. Uh... Mike Will even has a song with Mariah Carey, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah she, she tried to finesse, tried to finesse him out, um, out of a deal with that. <laughs> yeah, and I only found that out because I asked him on Clubhouse. But that's, <laughs> that, that's, for, that's another day. That's for another day. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, all right. So we'll wrap this up with with um with our ratings already out there. Um, this has been great. I look, this felt good to be back. It's been a while. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I feel like I want to do another one. More shit. Uh, yeah. This has been Rapping Order. I'm First Class Reg. I'm Tori and B. And we are out of here. Peace. Yo, Kim. Give me your fucking money. <laughs>